The following messages will only be in Finnish. Stay tuned for the episode. Korona on kestänyt jo reilun vuoden ja osa ihmisistä on joutunut erittäin tiukkaan tilanteeseen sekä taloudellisesti että henkisesti. Mielenterveys on ollut ja on edelleenkin koetuksella näiden vaikeiden asioiden edessä ja musiikki ja kulttuuri auttaa jaksamaan vaikeiden aikojen yli. Haluamme tarjota mahdollisuuden unohtaa harmaa arki hetkeksi ja viettää lauantai-iltaa ilmaisen livestreamin parissa. Striimi tulee näkymään Radiomajaman Facebook- ja YouTube-kanavan kautta ja on nähtävillä ilmaiseksi. Halutessasi voit tukea mielenterveystyötä lahjoittamalla pottiin rahaa Suomen mielenterveysseuran kautta. Tiedot löytyvät Facebook-tapahtuman sivuilta. Elävä musa, parempi mieli, livestriimi, lauantaina 24.4. kello 18 alkaen. Esintymässä ovat ainakin seuraavat henkilöt. Jukka Takalo, Kaarle Viikate, Maija Paakkari, Janne Aslak ja Rock DJ Sandy. Illan isäntänä toimii Mikko Pernu. Tervetuloa mukaan. Kauppuriviisi on toteuttanut iskulausettaan Krapulan hoito ja hankintaa ja vuodesta 2010. Kauppuri on käynyt läpi monta muodonmuutosta ja kehittänyt itseään vuodesta toiseen. Vuosi koronaa on nyt takana ja kauppuri on edelleen pystyssä, mutä veitsin terällä ollaan. Pelastetaan kauppuri yhdessä on Facebook-tapahtuma, jonka tiimolta ravintola pyritään pelastamaan. Mukana on suuri joukko yhteistyökumppaneita ja muita yrityksiä. Sun nimi, Vanerilaatta, oli hetkellisen päähänpiston kautta välittömästi toteutettu idea. Yksityishenkilö tai yritys voi ostaa itselleen paikan kauppurin katosta 20 euron kappale hintaan. Kauppuri 5 täyttää 16.4. ja 11 vuotta ja on siis lunastanut paikkansa tärkeänä osana Oulun ravintolaskeneä. Auto pelastamaan kauppuri. Lisätietoa Facebook-tapahtumasta. Hello there, dear listener and viewer, and uh, welcome to another episode of the Tales Behind the Talent. And this time my guest is Saki's Darkface, and uh, I will let you introduce yourself a little bit. Hello, Michael. Uh, hello to your listeners and viewers. Uh, I was really happy to have this invitation, actually. Uh, for those who don't know, and... Uh, I assume it's many people who don't know me yeah. <laughs> yet. Uh, I am a Psyche's, Psyche's Darkface. Uh, I am uh, the singer and uh, guitar player of uh, Greek dark metal band Web. Mm-hmm. Call it dark metal, call it uh, symphonic black metal, melodic death metal. We've been called lots of stuff. Uh, we've been around since. Oh damn! It's a lot of years. 2002. <laughs> yeah, that's almost 20 years. Next year, 20 years. Yeah, it's a damn. long time. Yeah, it is. And uh, we have four albums, mm. NEP out there, and uh, yeah, I don't know what else to say actually, uh, other than uh, we are a metal band. Just mm. like any other, yeah. We uh, and we wanna we wanna conquer the world just like any other. <laughs> mm. You're actually my uh, first like uh, guest that is not here in Oulu or in Finland. I have had oh. one distance interview before, but you're based in Athens, Greece, right? In Athens, yes. yeah. So uh, uh, we're in Athens, and uh, actually, I didn't. Uh, I just want to say, uh, I'm sorry to interrupt you. 
that uh, we played in Oulu in uh, 2019, mm. two years. It's a, yeah, it, it was March, yeah, uh, almost two years ago. It was March of 2019. Mm. And I loved the place. And uh, I loved uh, in uh, every city in Finland. We visited three cities, uh, Oulu, uh, Tampere, and uh, Helsinki. Mm. And uh, turns out that I don't only love the Finnish metal scene, mm. many favorite bands I have from there. Uh, I love the metalheads as well from Finland. Mm. Uh, for sure, one of my favorite people to play. Yeah, Finnish people. Yeah, we are yeah. we are uh, really like a middle middle kind of folk folk here, and uh, uh, we love, love our metal, and we have a lot of metal bands, like the the most per capita. So, what are your uh, sorry at this point? Uh, what are your uh, like uh, Finnish metal bands that you listen to? Because uh, before I let you answer that, I will say that a lot of my friends actually listen to Creek metal bands a lot, and like uh, Sepulchre. <laughs> <Really? Flesh, laughs> uh and uh, rotting christ so they are very popular here so is is it that way that uh, finnish metal is also popular in greece yes actually yes it is very popular and uh, i mean my favorite band from finland uh, is uh, sentenced mm -hmm. i also grew up listening to children of bottom impaled nazarene mm -hmm. And uh, I can say that uh, also Nightwish are huge mm. here. Um, of course, him is uh, what used to be <laughs> yeah, huge, used to uh, be huge name. Uh, so yeah, actually, yeah, Greeks love. Uh, the Finland metal scene and uh, I, I actually didn't know that <laughs> uh, Finnish people uh, like uh, Greek metal scene as well yeah I don't know if it's the fact that like uh, different cultures are uh, like people are attracted by different kind of kinds of cultures because from Greece comes a lot of like symphonic uh, metal and that kind of a uh, Hellas Greece uh, type of like uh, scenery and atmosphere that there's a lot of like uh, uh, music about Greek uh, gods and the history and everything like you, that you know I think I think we have a, a common factor uh, I mean children of Bodom mm. amorphous uh, use um, many ethnic um, mm. Uh, vibes in their mm. music and uh, in Greek metal this also applies yeah. you know and yeah. uh, somehow I think we find our, our connection in there yeah somehow. I think I, I think too and the folk metal is, is quite big in, in, in Finland all kinds of that uh, classic instruments and everything like that or not classic but uh, like uh, in traditional instruments but i myself really like septic flesh and uh, rotting christ because they have the symphonic features and you, yeah. your band also has those uh yeah i think i think that uh, it's it's very cool 
But uh, let's talk about your band a little bit more later. But okay. let's go to the first question. Uh, mm-hmm. How did you get introduced to music? I think that this question might be different because you're from a different culture than I am. Usually in the Finnish culture, it's it's the same uh, with everyone uh, in a way. But uh, is there kind of Which a is? tradition? Um, is that they some people get introduced uh, at school or the parents will uh, want that that they they start playing piano or something like that in a very young age that's something yeah. that my image of, of what that is uh, or that's my image of uh, what it is but uh, uh, then there's of course people who start in their 20s but how was it for you um for me was somehow the same i mean when i was born the day i was born the first gift i had as a newborn baby was uh, and i still have it was uh, a two scale uh, keyboard okay uh, so i always had in my room uh, a huge two scale keyboard to fool around you know and uh, mess around with the sounds and everything and um, when i was five i started uh, piano lessons mm. and uh, then also continued at school I can't say I was really into music, though. Mm. Uh, I got into music when I, uh, as a as a listener, mm. when I started to hear rock and metal music, and uh, I got the passion when I st- first uh, touched a guitar. Okay, so I, I I went I went to a friend's house and he mm. had a guitar and I just couldn't let it go. So. I was brave enough to sell all my video games at the time mm-hmm. to yeah to buy my first guitar. Okay, what age was this? Uh, 13. Yeah, 13. Okay. 13 years old. Mm. So, uh, uh, regarding like piano, uh, was it your parents that wanted you to play piano or uh, uh Well, you know, my mother was playing the accordion. My mm. father uh, was a trumpet player in an orchestra. Mm. Uh, so there wasn't really a piano background anywhere. Mm. And um, they were involved in music as, uh, you know, uh, uh, until their early 20s. It wasn't a passion for them. It was like, you know just parents putting their kids mm. uh, to a music school mm. uh, and you know somehow in my school because i i, I didn't uh, I, i wasn't going to a public school uh, in the school that i was sent uh, they were having like mandatory piano lessons mm. for every student and singing lessons as well and the uh, ch- children's score and everything so i did all that mm. as a child and uh, when i changed school i stopped the music for a couple of years and then i found the guitar so mm. i uh, i signed up myself to a music school and uh, there i am and also While I was uh, 
studying in college. I also had parallel studies um, college-wise in uh, music technology, okay. in um, uh, music history, uh, in music theory. I did uh, uh, many, many... No, I had a complete two complete courses in uh, film music to compose for films mm. and everything. So, yeah, <laughs> lots of stuff. <laughs> so I would imagine that those studies have been uh, very beneficial for you while composing music for a web and uh, thinking about the symphonic elements, at least. Uh, because like music no. theory... No, actually, really. No, no. Um, I say no. The reason is... The, the, yes, they are tools. Okay, mm. but uh, when I am composing, I'm not thinking about that. Okay, I'm not thinking of what I learned. I just go with what my hands are saying, and when my hands uh, stop, stop, I mm. just you know start imagining how maybe how this song would uh, follow up. Maybe, mm. maybe, maybe. So I spent days just mm. looking at the ceiling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but actually working on it <laughs> mm. at the same time yeah. yeah 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 so since since you started playing the guitar have you always been excited about music and after your college years uh, or is, has there been a break where you've been like okay i'm done with music and uh, i don't want to continue or is, has it been continuous never. always never, a passion never, for never. music Okay. Yeah, I had also a passion for sports, but uh, the, it, there came a point that uh, I said that okay, that's enough, mm. because I was trying to uh, enter a professional basketball team. Mm. I was a basketball player. Yeah. I, I I used to be I used to be um, a professional uh, swimmer. Mm. I was uh, running a like every week in games and everything, won medals and stuff. But I didn't really like it. That was like a mandatory stuff that, you know, mm. the, the boy has to be an athlete. And uh, I had a passion for basketball, but uh, I never got to it because the mayor's best friend uh, child maybe should be in the team instead of me okay so a little bit of nepotism <laughs> made you decide yeah yeah <laughs> in, in so many ways so yeah after like three years that i was trying and trying and trying mm. uh, i said okay that's enough i'm gonna just be music yeah uh, i had a discussion with one of my earlier quest- uh, guests about uh, about sports and music like uh, being on the balance of which should i choose in a way And uh, it was for him that at one point his parents were like, uh, yeah, not, you're not going to do music because it's not going to be a profession for you. But like uh, being, being an athlete in Finland also isn't like that high of a pay, you know, in a way. But uh, in the end, the, the parents ended up supporting him in, in the music. And um, uh Uh, music is not a profession for me as well i mm. I, am, i am not making a, a living out of music i'm making some money but it's really really mm. little i i i am forced to have a day job 
to be able to survive and to be able to uh, have the band as well because having a band is very expensive yeah and i think that's the case for like the majority of everyone i'm gonna be be um interviewing and uh that's mm. one of the aspects that i i want to kind of uh bring out that it's not it's not always as as simple as that that you even though you would have a lot of listeners or something like that it doesn't mean that you don't need a day job or something you just uh there usually has to be a financial support support of some some kind to support the band also because uh, it takes the only way the, the only way is touring mm. if you i mean we are we are not a big band we're a mm. small band but whenever we go on tour uh, we make good money mm. because uh, for it's not the fees it's not the band fees um, we are very lucky to uh, be selling lots of merchandise mm. in our concerts so um, we make good money out of merchandise yeah and uh, i think that mer- merch is the uh should be uh, that's my opinion like uh, you can also al- always like buy records and everything but if you just listen to a band somewhere if you want to support them and merchandise is a very good way to do that i think yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Of and, And I, I've been seeing on Facebook that you've been actually like uh, promoting this uh, this clothing line or something for event workers and uh, people that work in the event industry right now. Uh, yeah, I can, I can inclu- include the link in in the YouTube if you want yes. to support event work. It's uh, it, it's uh, esfs.com if I'm not mistaken. Mm. It's epic struggle for survival. Mm. Um, yeah, you know, it's um, it's the movement that started uh, uh, by um, a friend, Hank Moore, and uh, because he's got a touring agency, mm. a pretty cool touring mm. agency, we toured together as well, mm. and um, all touring agencies are suffering mm. right now really really suffering and he came up with that because you know the artists are suffering but it's not only the artists there are people in the industry that mm. they are in much much uh, more of a difficult situation i mean i am i am still getting money out of streaming mm out of merchandise that I have people buying. Mm. Okay, and I'm pretty lucky for that. Mm. I don't know about my sound engineer. Mm. I don't know about my light technician. I don't know about my guitar technician. Mm. I don't know about... Uh, you see, the, the, these people don't have merchandise. <laughs> yeah, They don't have um, streaming platforms. I mean, I'm not saying that I'm making too much money, but at least... There is something there. Uh, I don't know how the rest of the people behind the scenes that they are really, really important. Mm. How do they manage? Mm. So this clothing line is all about them, actually. Yeah. So if you want to support like people, uh, people that are making the events happen, so I will, I will add the link, at least on YouTube and uh, 
and uh, the, those that are listening to streaming platforms can visit there. So I'm gonna add that there. And uh, the I think that the prints and everything are kind of cool, and that they are like uh, good looking clothes as well. So yeah. you will get yeah. you will also benefit yourself by looking cool afterwards. <laughs> yeah. But um, uh, let's talk about your band activity a little bit more. So mm-hmm. when did you first start playing in a band and what kind of project was that? I started playing. I didn't start playing. I started singing mm. because there was uh, a bunch of friends going to studio mm. back when I was 14 years old. And uh, they told me, you know, we're going to a studio to, to jam. And uh, we're jamming like this song and this song and this song. Uh, do you want to come and sing? And I was, you know, I, I never ever thought of singing. I, I, <laughs> you know, I didn't, mm. I didn't even know how uh, how a microphone looks like. Yeah. So I said, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be cool. Why not? So I went to the studio and for the first time. I still remember that day and. Um, I remember that, uh, you know, I want to do this. I, th- this is cool. I like it. I'm with friends playing music. Yeah, we, mm-hmm. we sound awful, but uh, there, there, there's some uh, magic in Happening that. in the background of it all. Yes. Mm. Yes. In between people. Uh, so I remember I, we were not a band. It, that, that, that was not a band. Mm. But I remember by that time I was searching for uh, people my age who could play an instrument. I started trying gathering people to, you know, hey, hey, you play the guitar. Okay, you, you want to go to the studio mm. uh, Saturday? Okay, l- let's find a drummer. Uh, you play the drums? Okay, uh, want to go to the studio? What mm. are we going to play? Eh, I don't know. We're, we're going to see. We're going to see. So uh, that was like my favorite thing. Uh, when I was a teenager, you know, gathering people. Mm. Uh, and at some point, those people became like very steady. Mm. Uh, so um, somehow, at some point, I started uh, playing the guitar into the studio as well. Of course, my voice was uh, awful all the time. Mm. <laughs> Uh, but I insisted on singing because I liked it. Mm. Um, we were playing covers at some point. We tried, you know, playing our own stuff. But this is really, really early things. I mean, it was it's really immature. But still, mm. it is a, a period that um, people without experience need to gain experience. Yeah. To, to see what's wrong because what, what I always asked in those uh, jams uh, I always asked the studio to record it on tape mm. so I, I got it all, all every time in a, in a cassette tape yeah. and I listened to it you know to, to see w- what's going on mm. see what's going on uh, then I, I formed my first band which was called web not the web that it's right now Mm. It was, you know, uh, a he- heavy thrash metal band. Okay. Uh, so- not a very good band, but uh, I really, really enjoyed it. 
and uh, we had uh, a couple of gigs mm. and uh, at the same time uh, i think yeah 1999 i entered eternity a band called eternity mm. which uh, which uh, was a melodic black metal band okay yeah and uh the guitarist the other guitarist is the live guitarist of septic flesh right now yeah actually yeah because we, we've been friends since little kids uh, and he's the uh, curly curly haired guy right or is it got curly hair. the left-handed guitarist yeah the, the uh, I don't think he's got curly hair. No. Okay. No. I've seen some clips <laughs> already. I I have to check him out later. Which, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's also the guy that uh, I mean, twenty years from then, he's mm. the, the the guy that mixed our previous album, and he's the mm. guy that we recorded the album we are preparing right now. And okay. At the moment, I believe I believe that at, the, at this time that we are doing this interview, he has continued with that i'm mm. gonna call him afterwards <laughs> okay so yeah we're still friends and cooperating and so with that band that i i i started preferring the melodic black metal band eternity that i entered and uh, i tried to run with this band i started you know booking shows myself mm. for us and everything uh, we played many black metal festivals here in greece uh, and at some point I regrouped with myself and um, when I decided to leave this band for personal reasons, I formed my own band again mm. and I decided to call it Web again. And this is the band that uh, I'm is. having right yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. So uh, um, when you were in uh, Eternity, did you... Mm or play and sing at the same time or uh, just no 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 i was only playing the guitar only guitar and, this time yeah 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 and did some backing vocals mm. that's all so uh, thinking about vocals from the first like a uh, band project that you had uh, with friends in the in the studio and uh, before forming web uh, how did you kind of uh, train for your vocals was it a part of the eternity band that you uh, kind of uh, rehearsed for vocals to to be better in in a way. Okay, here's how it went. Mm. Uh, the main reason I broke up my per my personal band web the first time mm. was because I couldn't find the singer that I liked his voice mm. because I didn't like my voice. Mm. And uh, but I loved singing, and uh, there were a couple of rehearsals with Eternity that I did the vocals because our singer was a bit late. So yeah, for fun, yeah, let's do it. And uh, the guys told me, you know, you you sound pretty okay for black metal. I mean, you. So uh, yeah, the voice was really mature back then, and um, actually. I started training with my voice uh, 
no training, exploring my voice in the recordings of the first web album, mm. in which I recorded, but did not actually. I, I wasn't planning on on, on singing. Mm. I wasn't planning on singing, but I recorded the vocals, and then I said, "Okay, I'm going to do this better and better." Yeah, and I like it. Okay, yeah, and it turned out somehow. Mm. The second album, I. Before the second album, I had already tried, not not tried, started uh, mm. training my voice for this particular mm. uh, genre. And uh, I mean, I, I started modern modern singing. Yeah, I did singing lessons. Mm. And I also um, did um, found some online lessons from uh, Melissa Cross to how. To protect my voice, mm. and uh, then there were countless rehearsals in which, you know, I started, you know, the and found how to unlock uh, the extreme vocal uh, yeah. <laughs> thing. So I'm one of the people right now who is trying to find the first technique of uh, kind of forming growls, and I think that I'm on the verge of finding them. But uh, mm-hmm. at the same time, I'm kind of afraid for my voice a little bit. So uh, yeah. I think that I really need to get a lesson to get uh, above that first step and then start it recording like safely. And uh, yeah, I, I it, think that there's a lot it's of dangerous. People, mm, I think there's a lot of uh, people nowadays doing that more. But uh, I think that during that time, I think that was was there a like uh was it that common to find those kinds of lessons that uh, during that time or was it uh, uh like a couple of people that you could get only to uh, train with i started for uh, as i said i started mm. modern singing lessons mm. to so as to know how to operate Yeah, the whole system. Yeah, how to, how to breathe properly, how mm. to um, get the air out properly, and everything. Mm. And if you master that, uh, it's not very far from doing growls. Yeah, okay. And you learn to protect your voice, and you learn to to have a powerful voice, and. Uh, Back then, it was really difficult to find someone mm. to teach me or anything. So I, I, I really, really asked from uh, the band, you know, please let's be um, patient and uh, let's work it out with uh, the vocals mm. again, again every day. Mm. I, I, I was trying every day. Uh, It's like you know going to the gym. It's a muscle. You yeah. need to train it. You mm. need to make it stronger. Uh, then comes the muscle memory stuff. You know, uh, I am not very good in uh, explaining this stuff. You know, because yeah. I at the, at the moment it just comes naturally out of me. Mm. So, <laughs> so I think the lesson here was that you should take a like a normal singing lesson first and uh, find the. Like the basics of forming the voice, and uh, then uh, I think that that 
that would sound good for me and uh, maybe other uh, people. Most of the most of the people that I've seen mm. that teach growls, that that actually teach growls, mm. uh, they never teach growls uh, like right away. They they start from uh, singing lessons. Mm. So I was just lucky, you know, that I did the singing lessons. Yeah. I didn't do it on I didn't do it on purpose. I was just trying to find a way. Uh, and I was lucky that I did that. Mm. And uh, I am uh, seeing that people right now uh, that are teaching growls, they are starting from singing lessons. Yeah. Actually. So as you know, how to warm up, how to protect your voice, how, 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 anything, hmm. and so forth. Yeah, sounds good, actually. <laughs>